Oh, I said hallelujah. That's right. Amen. Now, I want to talk to you. We are still on the series on faith. Amen. And uh, I introduced to you three channels upon which this mystery is delivered. I said that what we think, the mind is a platform where faith can be either engineered strongly or defeated. Do you understand that? Hello? So I said that the Bible said in Proverbs, as a man thinketh, so is he. He said, as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. So I explained that the mind is a strong tool. When a man learns to master this mystery, there are many things that takes place in our mind. I have to be sincere with you. And so when we learn to master this, there are a lot of things that are going to happen easily for us. Amen and amen. Oh, come on. I said amen and amen. Please listen to me. Listen to me. Amen. <laughs> so listen to me carefully. Hallelujah. That's right. And then I came to what we see. I think last week I started with the mind. It is entirely possible. Growing up in the Lord, I, I learned that it is entirely possible to keep our minds under control. That is what we were looking at last week. It's entirely possible. If it wasn't possible, Jesus would not ask us to take no thought of what we, would, what we would eat or drink. That means that it is possible for us to control what we think about. Amen? And then we came to what we say. What we do, what? Say. Every word that comes out of your mouth is your responsibility. There is never a thing like, I said it unintentionally or it was a loose word. I made you understand that so long as you can remember whatever you said, it means that the thing passed through your thinking process before it came out. If you, if, if, if you said it consciously, you will be accounted for it. So Jesus wasn't being harsh when he said that a man shall account for everywhere. This is not about judgment. I'm not preaching about judgment. I'm trying to introduce us into the school of faith. Amen and amen. In the spirit, the creative medium is the word. So we have to treat it carefully. Amen and amen. Now today, I want to talk about what we see. Look at somebody say, you can determine what you see. Please listen to me. We are entering into the groove of the thing. I want you to just flow with me and, 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 and let's get somewhere. Amen. Oh, amen. Oh, amen. That's right. Come with me to the book of 2 Corinthians. The chapter number 4. And the verse number 6. Let's just read that short scripture because of time. I want to, as I preach, I'll, I'll, I'll come out through the scriptures alone. 2 Corinthians, the chapter number 4, the verses number 6. Let us read together, please. If you may, if you can read, me, read with me, let us read together. 1, 2, 3, go. For it is the God uh -huh, who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face. Some of you are not saying so. Are you sure? Please, let me hear you speak it like you understand it. Amen. That's right. The reason why sometimes I make us read this thing is because some of us, we never read the scriptures. The only time you read the scripture is when you come to the church. So when you have the opportunity, I didn't say look at it. I said read 
their scriptures. There is a reason why the Bible never said that look at scriptures, but read it. Amen. Okay, so let's take it again. One, two, three, go. For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, uh -huh. who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face. Let's read for the last time. I want it to sink into your heart. The Bible is saying that it is the same God who commanded light to come out of darkness. That same God has shown in our hearts. And what he did by shining in our hearts was to reveal to us the knowledge. Say the knowledge. There are many of us, we don't have the knowledge of the glory. He said that God has shown in our hearts to reveal to us the knowledge of the glory of God. The light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. Let's read this once again and then I go on with our message. One, two, three, go. For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God. Hallelujah. Now take your time and follow me. Today I want to talk to you about the third mystery, what we see. It's important. If we are going to grow in, in the school of faith, what we see should be should be should be filtered. Now, do you understand that? We have the power to choose what we see. We 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 interpret what we see in the manner we deem fit according to the word of God. Let's let, let me try and explain something to you. Are, are, are we together? Please follow me. Are we together? That's right. Now listen to me carefully. The reason why I can see Apostle Kevin in this building is because the, the, there is a light on. Do you understand that? Should in case we switch on every light in this room, everything will go dark. Is it true? Follow me. Is it true? Oh, come on. Follow me. Is it true? That's right. It seems and some of you, your minds are somewhere. Are you sure you are here? That's right. Should we switch off the light in the room? Please, no movement. No movement. Please, follow me. Follow me. I don't like what you are doing. No. Okay, follow me. Please, follow me. That's right. We'll go very soon. I'll anoint you quickly and then we are out of here. Should we switch on every, switch off every light in this room? It will be impossible for me to see Apostle Kevin. So now, we understand that the reason why we see is because of the light that is around. Is it not true? It is not because that we have to see. No. The eyes in darkness, even though these eyes can see, but in darkness, it is useless. Now, are we together? So, light is actually the reason we see. It is not the object. Now, I want you to think about this thing carefully. The kind of light we are operating under determines what we are going to see. Follow me. Now, this book is green because the prevailing light here is white. Anamibwa. The, the light here is bright white. That is why we see this book to be green. Should we introduce a very strong red light in this room so that everything becomes very red? You understand that the color of this book will change. Is it not true? So, the prevailing light actually colors what we see. I wrote down and I said that seeing is subjective. What you see is dependent on the light that is available in the room. 
Now, are we together? Follow me. Are we together? If I introduce a different light, the color of what is available, or, or, the, this color will change. May the red light I strong the green plus red, it will go close to brown. If I switch off every light here, everything here will be dark. And so that we understand that if we are seeing this color as green, it is not the only reality that is available. I can change the light and change the color of this book. Now, do you understand that? Are we together? Shout, I hear you. I'm, 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 I'm taking us somewhere. Now, in the realm of the spirit, light is symbolic of revelation. Whenever we say we switch on the light, anything that is hidden is revealed. Is it not true? In the flesh. So, light is symbolic of what? Revelation. Light in the spirit is symbolic of revelation. It reveals what is hidden. Now, just as life, light in the flesh, in the physical, determines what we see, hear this, in the realm of the spirit, the amount of light you carry is what will determine what you see in life. Follow me. Somebody will see someone that is dead and say this one is sleeping. Another man will be weeping for that same soul. Many years ago, Jesus visited a girl and the girl was dead. He looked around and said the woman was sleeping. Everybody in the room was laughing. The light available to Jesus ensured that she didn't see that woman as dead, but as sleeping. Are we together? The prevailing revelation you have in your life is what will color the things you see in life. Are we together? So there are some things some people see and they are running. You see and it is an opportunity for you. He's saying that the same God that shone out of darkness, that same God has shone in our light to give us in our hearts, to give us the light of the knowledge of God in the face of Christ. So that as a believer, you are not permitted to see things the same way as others see it. The light we are working with is different from the light others are working with. Are we together? So that if other men are saying this, we cannot say the same confession because we are seeing it differently. What colors our reality is different. Now, are we together? If blue light is switched on for the world, bright light is switched on for believers. What colors our reality? So we cannot have the same confession. If everybody's, if everybody's seeing life this way, I cannot also decide to see that way because everybody knows. What colors reality for me? The light that prevails over that circumstance is different. Now, are we together? Shout, I hear you. Listen to me. It will amaze you that even generations, generation after every generation and the light that colors it, about just 100 years ago, it would have been unthinkable for people to gather together to form a society and say, we will stand for LGBT, LGBTQ. Now today, they explain it and people actually think it makes sense. Now are we together? There are some men that will stand and say, I am not for this, but I don't think they should be condemned either. In other words, they have been able to explain their way into understanding. In the, are, are you understanding me? The light that prevails in this generation is different from 100 years ago. So many years ago, should a man take a sword and visit a village and massacre the village, that man is seen as a hero, a conqueror. Everybody wants to imitate him. His actions are worthy of adulation and imitation. But today, should you take a sword and visit someone's house and take it, they will call you a bully. Or a criminal. Now, is it not true? 
No, is it not true? So different lights color different generations. It is unthinkable some of the things that were accepted generations ago. Today, when we mention them, they are like a no-go area at all. It is a different light they were living under. Different light will color your reality. Now, the Bible is saying that as a believer, the light of God has shone in our hearts. That light is what colors our reality. This is why the Bible said that when men say there is a casting down, we cannot repeat the same thing. We shall say there is what? A lift. Not because the, the reality is not a... No, realistically, things are being cast down. But the light that colors our reality is different. They see something red and we see it as blue. We are under different lights. The Bible said that in him was life. And that life became the light of men. The Zoe, the life of Jesus, the life in God. That is the thing that colors reality. So when I see a man dying, according to the world, there is no hope for him. But the life in God says that even though you are dead, yet you shall live. Are we together? Shout, I hear you. The prevailing light in your life is what colors every situation. There is something a man of faith sees. And then it gives him an opportunity to express his faith. Another man sees it and he wants to commit suicide. Now, are we together? Oh, come on, are we together? Shout, I hear you. The level of knowledge, the level of light you are exposed to, the understanding that is available to you is what will color the situation you are in. Say, I refuse to see what the devil will show me. Come on, say to us, say, I refuse to see. Come on, say to us, say, I refuse to see. Now, so we understand that we cannot see it the same way. So listen to me. It is sometimes when we stand and we confess our faith, we are not in any fake. We are seeing it differently. That's all. Now, are we together? I told you that colors are subjective depending on the prevailing light. If the Lord has given you a revelation in your heart and in your spirit, there are some things people are saying you simply cannot accept them. Many years ago, Charles Capps gave a testimony in, 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 uh, at Kennedy Higgins Church. And, and fantastic, fantastic, fantastic testimony. Sometimes when you listen to some of the men of faith and the things they say, you understand that they are living under a different reign, a different atmosphere altogether. Now are we together? Shout, I hear you. Under a different atmosphere altogether. Many years ago, Bishop Wendy said that I came to understand that health is for my flesh. And for 50 years, I have not tasted Panadol. A different reality altogether. Now, are, we, are you understanding me? Shout, I hear you. Oh, come on, shout, I hear you. When you have the light of the knowledge of God, we choose to see things as God wants us to see them. There is a reason why the Bible said be anxious for nothing. It means that there are situations that will call for anxiety. But I want you to see it differently. There is no way you see it as the other person will see it and not be anxious. Are we together? You cannot see a reality and pre pretend as though it doesn't exist. He's saying that don't see it the way at the seat. Choose to let the light of the word color everything you see. Now, are you understanding me? Shout, I hear you. And this is the reason why I suffer. God can expect us not to think about certain things because we don't see it that way. Our reality is different. Is somebody understanding me? Say after today. Come on, say it well. Say after today. So I choose not to see things the way the world sees it. 
in the mighty name of Jesus. Say, I choose to see things. Say, my health is not after the manner of the world. Come on, say it well. Do you understand my English? Say, my health. It is not after the manner of the world. In the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, say to us, say my health. Say my sustenance. It is not after the manner of the world. In the mighty name of Jesus. Listen to me. And you live under the light. Under the same revelations as unbelievers live. You are wasting your time. I'm telling you. That is why we call us the faith. Christianity is what a faith. Things we have not seen. Things we have not encountered. Yet we see them as reality. So what you need to say is better you run away from defeat. You, you don't go around saying you were a Christian and everything about you is defeat. You cannot stand for five minutes and talk for five minutes and not confess negatively about your life. Are we together? We choose to see things differently. The light of God after today is coloring everything we see. We see things, people are seeing it and they are running away, they are crying and they are weeping. We see it and we see it as an opportunity. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Is somebody following me? Shout, I hear you. Come on, I say, shout, I hear you. I will not be influenced by what others see. They can choose to see what they want. When the spies went out to spy Jericho, what they came to say, the other spies, the eight of them, it wasn't a lie. And I'm a When they went, they saw giants indeed. But you see, under the prevailing light that was available to them, also for, imagine a generation, 40 years in the wilderness. Hear this. You have walked through the wilderness. The same wilderness as Samson. David was killing in the same wilderness, the wilderness of Judea. You have walked through and masqueraded through this wilderness with your children for 40 years. In the night, it was like day. The Bible said that the pillar of fire guided them through the night. And even through the night, they saw it like day. Nothing was permitted to touch them. So God expected that by reason of the prevailing light over their heads, they were not allowed to see the sons of Anak as giants because they have conquered the majority of the people already. Are we together? This is the reason why God took issue with their confession because they came to say the truth. But you see, truth is not truth. Say truth is not truth. <laughs> Shout I hear you. After you have worked with God for 40 years, the Bible said that for 40 years they were in the wilderness. Their clothes did not wear out. Neither did their sandals. Are we together? They didn't experience any sickness. Under this prevailing revelation, you go and you see. Sometimes it's amazing. No? You have worked with their God and then through the wilderness for 40 years, there was a time that you went around Jericho. A massive military garrison. And just by praising the Lord, the walls came down. You have seen enough under that kind of revelation not to doubt God anymore. And this is the reason why God judged them at that time and said that they will not inherit the promise. Are we together? Under some revelations, we are not permitted to see certain things. Don't think that you can see it as a... Listen, when you see it like that and yet to your own disadvantage, God disapproves of it. That is why sometimes you can come to the weak and say, let the weak say, I am the prevailing revelation for your life is completely different from what others are seeing. Now, is it wrong for you to come and say? No. But they came to report exactly what they saw and God was angry with them. And that, that prevailing revelation, you couldn't see giants as giants. Because of what they had already fought and conquered, they couldn't have seen the giants and still advise the people, say, let us not go. 
What crossing Jericho? What crossing Jordan? Even the Red Sea. You see giant and you say, because of this, let's not inherit the land. That is the position of many believers in the body. They have seen things and they have refused to allow the gospel, the light of the knowledge of God to color that situation. And they are crying and wailing like an ordinary unbeliever. I came to speak to somebody after today. May your confessions change according to the word of the, of the Lord for your life. Receive grace in the name of Jesus. Until we begin to see things the way we are supposed to see it. We are never going to have anything in our lives. Somebody is sleeping in the house. Are we together? Are you sure you are not sleeping? Many years ago, Kaden uh, Hagen visited a church. And then there was a woman of God. The wife of the pastor was blind. Now, many, many evangelists had come to the church and prayed for the woman. And they would pray for the woman and the woman would not be healed. So, over the years, the man was a word of faith man. Over the years, the woman has stayed in the church for some time. So the woman had grew why hard. I thought you said when you continue to demand for something for a very long time and you realize that God will not do it, or you think God will not do it, once after what word when you go to prayer, you pray about other things. How many of you have that experience? Hey, <laughs> amen. So the woman had grown hard. Now Kenan Higgin went to the church. And the man of God said that, oh, can you pray for my wife? The wife just reluctantly got up and went to stand there. So the, the man of God placed his hands upon his eyes and prayed for the woman. He said, now open your eyes. The woman opened. He said, close your eyes. Then he, 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 he touched the eyes again. And the, and, the, and the woman was opening the eyes. He, 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 he asked the woman, can you see? She was trying to open his eyes. He said, close your eyes. Ah, what do you mean by I should open my eyes? I'm trying to open my eyes. You've prayed for me. You said I should open my eyes. I'm trying to open my eyes. And you are saying, I should close your eyes. said, can you see? The, the man of God said, can you see? And the woman tried to open his, her eyes. Sorry. Okay, that was the situation. Can you see? Now, the only way, according to the woman, to verify if she could see was to open her eyes. And I mean, what? Now, she tried to open her eyes. The man of God shouted, I, I, close your eyes. Now she asked her, can you see? The woman will try to open her eyes again. He said, close your eyes. So for the third time, he said, can you see? Then the, woman, the, the woman's eyes were closed. Now when you say, oh, 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 eh, can you see? So the woman's eyes was closed. The man of God kept asking her, can you see? Can you see? Can you see? Now finally, the woman said, I can see. With her eyes closed. The man of God said, yes, you've got it. She opened her eyes. And she began to see. The man of God explained. Can they explain? First of all, you have to see yourself seeing before you can see. Until you see yourself seeing, it is impossible. As he thinketh in his heart, so is he. There is a way faith is delivered into our spirits. We simply have to envisage something. Why do you think God called Abraham out of his tent when he wanted to give him the promise? He said, lift up your eyes and see the stars of the heaven. There is something about imagination. There is something about seeing that delivers faith into our spirit. Are we together? We can't just see anything as any man sees it. He said, go. You, uh, anytime God spoke to them, he used imagery. He said, your descendants shall be a multitude. They shall be as the as the sand upon the seashore. So Abraham will picture it. He will do what? He will without these things, without seeing. Say without seeing. Impossible for us to walk in what God wants us to see. We, we should choose consciously to see things under the revelation of God.
Now are we together? Shout I hear you. Sometimes somebody, a couple, I, I had this revelation many years ago when I used to pastor resurrection. A dear woman of God. A dear woman of God called a man of God. For three consecutive nights in prayer, I have seen that you were dead. Any day, we ask Hallelujah. I can't see myself like that. Are we together? Hello? I, I can't see myself. It doesn't matter what it is. I believe in the word of faith, Psalm 91. He said that he that dwells in the secret place shall abide under the shadow. He didn't say some of them. He said he. Say he. So long as I can identify with that word, impossible for me to see plagues hitting my habitation. Are we together? Shout, I hear you. You shall not be afraid of the terror of the night. Nor the arrows that flies by the day. Nor the pestilence that moves in darkness. Nor the destroyer that lays waste at noonday. A thousand shall fall by the left. Ten thousand. Only with your eyes shall you behold. What else do I? And then He said because you have made the Lord. Even the most high. Your dwelling place. He said no arrow. Say no arrow. Say no evil. Are we together? That is all I need. It is true from eternity into time. Are we learning something? Shout I hear you. Say after today, I refuse to see myself as a defeated man. In the mighty name of Jesus, say the life of God is, is reverbing in my heart. In the mighty name of Jesus. Give me three minutes. Give me five minutes to finish this one. Okay. Today is joint service. And I still have to anoint you before you go. So give me some five minutes to finish something here. Amen. There is a scripture that I love. Anytime I preach on faith, I don't quote that scripture. I don't like. 2 Corinthians 5, 7. For we walk by and not by. Can you see that? For we walk by faith and not by sight. Say it with me. One, two, three, go. For we walk by Come on, come on, come on. Say for we, I want you to say it with understanding. Say it well. One, two, three, go. For we walk by faith and not by. Now, so that it is impossible, two dimensions, for a man to walk by sight, it is there. And then it is possible for a man to walk by faith. So, in other words, when I choose to walk by faith, I'm not walking by sight. And when I choose to walk by sight, I'm not walking by now listen to me carefully. I want us to understand something. When a man, hear this. When a man decides to walk in the spirit. And that man decides that he will not make investments towards growing in faith. Please, this is crucial. That man is like somebody that has a blindfold on. In the realm of the spirit, we don't walk by sight. We walk by faith. Now, are we together? So that if you're a spiritual person and you don't have faith, it is as though, I, you, I can't say you don't have faith, but you have not grown in your appreciation of the faith in your spirit. You are like somebody that is walking blind in the spirit. 
There are many of us who are saying that, ah, I want God to show me something. Listen to me. There are many of us, we can't even receive the answers to our prayer because we lack the required faith to attract answers. Now, are we there? A man that, is, that, that lacks faith is like a blind man in the spirit. You can't see anything. Because the Bible said that in the spirit, Paul is talking about our spiritual work here. He said that in the spirit, we don't walk by sight. We walk by faith. So that if I don't have enough, I'm like a blind man. And listen to me. No matter how strong you are, no matter how good a driver you are, when you are blind, then they put you behind the steering wheel. You cannot get to your destination. Is it not true? Oh, come on. Is it not true? The mystery is that there are many believers in the body they are blind in their spirit and they don't know. They lack faith. They think that in their spirit, you need no, you don't need any gifts to appreciate spiritual things. You simply need faith. Without faith, you are blind. You can't see anything. This is why also for, there are many believers in the body today. They don't even know what they want. Anything they give them, they like. If you see yourself and you realize that you don't have options in their spirit, it means you don't have faith. You are blind. A blind man cannot choose between what is nice and what is not nice. Now, are we together? Hear this. Are we together? If you are blind, because you cannot, you cannot appreciate. You can't have beauty in your life without faith. In Hebrews 11, all the marvelous things the Bible said the men of faith did, it was out of faith. Say by faith, and he did this. By faith, the exploit we want to see, we shall get them by faith. If we refuse to grow in our faith, we walk as blind men in their spirit. Are we together? Are we together? Shout, I hear you. Oh, come on, I said, shout, I hear you. Because of time, I want to shorten something here. But this is the real mystery I was bringing you. When Abraham and Lot was about to separate, the Bible said that Abraham now gave Lot permission to choose which portion he wanted. Now, so he lifted up his eyes. The Bible said that he saw that the plains of Jordan was well watered, like the garden of the Lord. And he chose that place for his flock. Now, listen to me. Are we learning something? He lifted up his eyes and saw that the plains of Jordan, it was what? Well watered. They will be well fed. And he chose that portion. And Abraham said, Abraham said, if you take the left, I'll take the right. If you take the right, I'll take the left. Now, listen to me. Lot was an experienced headsman. You know that. Why he in for a long time? In fact, you know, so he was an experienced headsman. And he knew what it took for his sheep to increase. So the observation he made was a right one. It was a professional observation. But listen to me. When what you are dealing with has to do with things you cannot see, I'll take my time and explain this. You cannot just make decisions based on what you can see. Listen to me carefully. Amen and amen. There is a reason why Bible clearly wants us to understand that there is a visible world and there, there is an invisible world. In Colossians, he said that all things were made by him and for him. Things in heaven, things in earth, visible and invisible, whether it be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, he makes it clear that there are things beyond the physical. Now, so when you are dealing with things that you cannot really see, why then do you want to make decisions about those things 
using observable things around you. Let me, let me try and explain something. Flexi wants to decide about an issue in his future. Listen to me carefully. There is not a man that is permitted to see beyond 20, 20 kilometers in Podia, one kilometer. When he is saying, after a certain distance, everything becomes blurry. Is it not true? Hello? Come on, hello? Now, so that if you are, you, you are trying to make a decision about your future or something you cannot see, and then you base that decision on things happening now, you are just not making sense. Now, are we together? The eyes is simple. It is necessary for things around immediately. Things we can see. Decisions that concerns the now. That is what we decide with the eyes. But decisions that concern things we cannot see, we can only make them by faith. And there are many in the body, they are making decisions about their tomorrow using things they can see now. Now, are you understanding me? You are preparing for failure. So, Lot lifted up his eyes and saw that now the plains of Jordan was well watered. He didn't know that the season was coming. The plains of Jordan was going to be inhabited by the kings of Sodom. And that he was going to be taken captive into another land. He could not see. He only lifted up his eyes and saw the now. Say the now. If you are deciding about your future, Things you cannot see. You cannot just think about it and say, listen to me. The women, they want to enter into marriage. Listen to me. You see a man, oh, this man is a gentleman. He's a good man. The, and, and, and because of what I can see now, I no, say no. When Abraham sent for somebody to take a wife for his daughter, he sent it by feet. He said, when you go, say when you go. My God, listen to me. There are things we are doing in the body today. That is the reason why we are seeing very little results in the body. Are we there? You can't use what you see to determine what you cannot see. Now, are we there? You are playing about your future and you don't want to use faith. You want to use what you can see now. Lord lifted up his eyes and he saw that the plains of Jordan, it was well watered like the garden of the Lord. Now, Lot means veiled. The name Lot. Any natural man without faith, that is your disposition. You are veiled. You look at things around and you think that that is the end of everything. But that is not how things are going to end. Now, are we together? Shout, I hear you. When you lift up your eyes without faith, you are like Lot. Your eyes are veiled. You cannot see anything. Any decision you make, it will come back to bite you. This is the reason why faith is non-negotiable. Are we learning something? I have one minute to close. Are we learning something? Church, let us put this one here. The issues of life, they are not left for us to deliberate upon them in our best. Eh? No! Now, are we together? Say by faith. Are we there? Let us make provision. Because the things that we cannot see, it is only faith that decide them. I'm not saying it's not good to, to, to think. It is good to think. But I'm saying that you have to think in faith. Paul said that whatsoever is good, whatsoever is pleasant, whatsoever is joyous, whatsoever is adorable, think of these things. Do what? Think of these things. By faith. After today, you refuse to leave decisions to the mind. The mind is for the natural. The soul belongs to the realm of men. 
leave it to the spirit. Allow God to impress something upon your heart. Job said that I thought that multitude of years will speak. He said, I was young and I was afraid. I thought that multitude of years will speak. I thought that the, 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 there is wisdom in the agent. But I know. Say, but I know. That there is a spirit in man. And the inspiration of the almighty, it giveth it understanding. By faith, we receive things from God. So that we know that we are moving by it. May the Lord bless us. May the Lord keep us. May we walk according to the tenets and the values of faith. In the mighty name of Jesus. May we not be lacking in faith. In the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible says that Abraham staggered not in unbelief. He did what? He staggered not in unbelief. After today, I want that to, that, that to be your confession. You will not stagger in unbelief. Any decision that concerns your tomorrow, listen to me carefully. A DBF out that you know, men could have done any one decided. But what you say, San Yen and Kavias in your day. What you say, one to me, everybody can think there is a difference. See, there is a difference. The Bible said that at the age of 100, Abraham did not believe the deadness of Sarah's womb. Are we together? Refuse to accept popular opinion by faith. Say by faith. Be on your feet for me. I have five minutes to close.